This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome. Welcome to the wine situation. That was different. That was nice. Like it was kind of like a blended quarrel thing. That's what happens when we record at nine o'clock at night. That's what happens Things when I'm get when I'm mid, mid shift oh, at, at the bar. We are truly, truly in situ this time. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Hi, everybody. It's the wine situation. We find out people's situation with wine. With wine. We ask them what the situation is. That's Ellen Clifford over there. She Hi. is the Mademoiselle de Palette. Oh, hey. She is a graduate of the WSETs. She's entering her diploma program. Doing that. She's doing quarter master's stuff. It's She's a trip. Freelance writing for delectables. She's all over I'm the wine universe. Everywhere. Everywhere. You'll meet me soon. I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> that Sean Buchholz. Oh, hi, everybody. You could just come into Bar Covell and be like, what's up, Sean? You mean like tonight when I'm working mid shift yeah. and I come to a podcast <laughs> when in, you're the in the middle? middle yeah. Of everything. He did the intro of the Court Masters. He helped open this freaking bar and uh, he worked with Greg Condas, so he knows some shit. I did, I did, I did. So, welcome, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We're so excited to be here at uh, Covell. We have a new member of the, the Wine Situation family we just want to introduce you to. Uh, he's, he's been here a couple episodes, but we haven't just uh, called attention to the fact that we now have David Zwick joining us as our, uh, our sound engineer and editor. So, Hi, David. You want to say hi real quick? Hello, everyone. That's David. <laughs> David, you're the best. We're so happy to have you yeah, on the show. And it's very us. exciting. Very exciting. We miss Zig. We miss UCB. But, you know... This is a new world. Yeah, we're like gypsies now. We're like podcast <laughs> <Traveling>. gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking uh, the show on the road, kids. Vaudeville style. That's right. <laughs> we got a mailbag, right? Yeah, we're doing mailbag. What is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is it who uh, wrote in and wanted to know? Um, they wanted to know, how do I try a lot of wine affordably? Oh, right. Okay. It was WineFan112. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think the best, like, one of the best places to do that is a place like Covell where you can try a lot of different wines. And I think it's okay now to ask to taste a wine yeah, I think and just ask if it's open. I just like almost always do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm either that obnoxious girl or it's okay. Yeah. I think it's, or, and you know, and they'll tell you no. They also, can. you know, go to your local wine shops. Most of them will have tastings once or twice a week where yeah. you pay a certain fee and you get tastes of several things. Hmm. Um, you can, if you want to have wine that like taste a whole bunch of stuff and not finish the whole bottle and not worry about it, you could... It's a little bit of investment, but get a Coravan, it yeah. just makes the bottle last longer. What else? I also feel like taking pictures of the bottles is a really good idea, because then you can keep track of it, and then you can make little notes and be like, oh, right, this wine, I you like could, this uh, wine. You could use an app like Delectable and keep a <laughs> written record <laughs> okay. of everything. Okay, Delectable plug. Uh, well, I didn't mean to. You, you <laughs> no, started. No, it is, it is a great device for that, and then you can uh, see what other people think of it, you too. You can go to restaurants where they offer wine flights. There you go. So there's a lot of ways to get... Yeah, a lot of wine for where you're not going to have to buy a full glass. Totally, you just can ask for half glasses at a lot of places too. You can go around to the tables at a restaurant and be like, "Can I try that wine?" Don't do that. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. To so Sean you, and Ellen I'm said I could so interrupt strangers, sorry, but um, I listened to a podcast called The Wine Situation. I was just wondering if I could try a sip of that. Um, Thanks. sure. Oh, you the. You oh listen to? Oh, oh my God. God. Well, you bring your wine to my table and I'll bring mine to you. Oh we can drink God. together. Hi, new this friend. is how we made friends. That wine found 112. <laughs> Heal the world done. through wine. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh. Then there's a song that happens, I think. Feel the wine. Mm-hmm. 
It's like Live Aid. It's a special place. <laughs> did you just see Bohemian Rhapsody? I feel like it. No, um, I wish I did. Oh, you got to see it. I want to see it. I'm excited. Good times. Should we get into our show? Should Let's we introduce do our it! guests? Hi, guys. We are very, very, very excited to have this person on the show. He's a regular at UCB, Sunset, Franklin. He does um, a show, uh, Atlantic City, coming up on November 8th. You know him from Transparent, Lethal Weapon, Bajillion Dollar Properties, Comedy Bang Bang. It's Carl Tart. Hi. Yay. And he has a show with white women oh, regularly. Yeah. White, oh, oh yeah. right. White women every second Friday of the month at UCB Sunset at 1030 p.m. Please come out. White women is my improv group consisting oh, okay. of six black men. <laughs> and, uh, I was going to say Carl is the uh, epitome of a, a white woman. But, yeah, but no. the absolute epitome. You know I, I really funny? feel like as a white woman that your group kind of speaks for, for me. Uh, you know, I don't mean to get political <laughs> this early in the show. But Go for it. When people are talking <laughs> about, wine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when people are talking about privilege levels in America, yeah. they say that white women and black men are sort of on the same level. I've heard uh, this too. And oh. I, I, there are some similarities and I, yeah, I can see that. I, but there are things about your life I'll never understand. As, things and vice about, versa. Yeah. yeah. I think we see that eye to eye. I mean, I have given birth. But so, oh shit! I haven't even done me. that. Oh, but I recognize you from Maury. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great episode. Thank you so it was much. Very heartfelt. Maury, I grew up on Maury. Oh, I no. love Maury. That's I know. Every day in the summertime, mm-hmm. before practice, before football practice, yep. watching little Maury, or like homesick from school, like exactly. watching Maury, and then your mom catching you watching, and be like, "Turn the TV off and read yeah. a book." This ain't gonna be an easy day. Ooh, did y'all hear that? That wine bottle. That's a right pop here. of a wine That's bottle. A pop of some fresh wine. Just open some uh, delicious rosé for us to sip. It was mid-80s here, so I feel like uh, we asked Carl, what are you in the mood for? And he said rosé. And I was like, that is the right answer. Yeah, you correct. Know, I didn't, I didn't want to pick something that I didn't know not, anything about. But being a regular here at Covell has uh, taught me a lot about wine, specifically Sean and mm-hmm. Aaron and Todd and McKenna and all the homies. Here. Well, we got the rosé de Casanova from La Spinetta, right? Yes, yes. this is a Sangiovese rosé from Ooh. Tuscany. Got bubbles in it? Is that uh, those bubbles? No, that that's just bottle? like a little like weird bottle. If we bubble. get through nice. this bottle, though, it is National it is Champagne Day. So. I feel like every day is National Champagne Day. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. for being here, Carl. Thanks for having yes. me. Yum. So delicious. So Fuck dry. yeah, La Spinetta. So dry. So delicious. Mm. That was a bubble. It just popped. There's uh, a bubble, yeah. There's another one. I think it's like one of those like accidental there bubbles. Is. There it goes. That yeah. like weirdly like formed like I around the bottle. I was shaking it there. vigorously. Oh, is that why? No, <laughs> <laughs> Ellen always shakes her wine before. <laughs> pro tip. Oh, God. Not a pro tip, guys. That is not a pro tip. So I kind of got to know you a little bit from just running into you here yeah. a lot. Um mm-hmm. Is this sort of your first love of place? Was this a place that sort of helped you learn about wine or got you in? What got you into wine in the first place? Well, this place, for sure. Uh, Coming here with my buddies Phil and Aaron and Lamar and like making this kind of like a a home. It's such a chill vibe here. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed getting to know the wines and, you know, trying different stuff and figuring out different palettes. Because for me, like I was so ignorant about it. All red wine tastes the same. All white wine tastes yeah. the same. You know, some were sweeter and some were not. But now yeah. I know what dry is. Now I know the difference between a Syrah and a Pinot and like all that type of stuff. And it's everybody's cool. And, you know, the vibe is always really cool. Yeah. No matter what night you come. Like we, we come here 
our main night is like Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Oh. We call it we call it the wind down. Oh <laughs> yeah, like you're winding down the weekend. Wind down, winding down mm-hmm. the week work week, getting ready to go back into another Monday. Mm-hmm. It's like let's check in with each other. How was our weekends? Yeah. How was our weeks? What what are our goals? On the upcoming week, oh, oh nice. I like let's that. grab some, That's awesome. grab some wine. Can yeah. I join the wine? <laughs> <laughs> I want to like wind down a little bit. A I want to set some goals for the week. Yeah, yeah no. wind down Man. is an open, a open situation. It is always <laughs> nice when I look over and see you guys there. I'm like, oh yay! It's yeah. like the little Covell family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you guys are all on a team together at UCB, or no? no. Uh, so this is just a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Or did you all work together? Well, it's funny. Me and Lamar are on the same team. He's also okay. on White Women. Okay. Cool. And me and uh, Phil work together. Okay. At Brooklyn Nine Nine. All right. Yeah. So are you, are you still staff writing on Brooklyn Nine Nine? I am. Yeah. Cool. That is incredible. And, and Phil just oh, directed like one of my an episode. Shows Phil just directed an episode. Yeah. Oh, damn. So look out for that in, in the whenever it comes out. We yeah. still don't even know, but it'll be on NBC now. NBC. In the, in the uh, in the near future. Cool. In the earlier early next year we'll start here. Congrats. I'm so excited. That's that so cool. It it found another another yeah. way, another life. I was so excited. <laughs> I, get, I get to have a job. So crazy. It's a nice thing. But uh yeah, this is this is where my I never drank wine really before. I mean yeah. you know, back when we were youngsters. Wait, where did you grow up? In? I grew up here in Los Angeles. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm from Mississippi originally. Mm-hmm. But grew up here. Been here since I was ten years old. Cool. You know. That uh, when you first experiment with drinking, I didn't drink in high school or anything like mm-hmm. that, but right after high school, <laughs> when we were like 19, 20 years old, it was all about the Four loco yeah. oh. and a big jug of Carlo Rossi, oh, yeah. which I thought was delicious because oh, yeah. I got oh. a sweet tooth. Oh, man. I mean, my first wine memories are uh, Pink Franzia. Mm. So, you yeah. know, and, and it was like, uh, you know, when you're 15, you don't know any better. You're just like, this is sweet. Yeah. Mine was Boone's Strawberry Hill. Oh, See, yeah. Boone's Farm, yeah. like, stra- yeah, my mom used to drink those Yeah, when I was really young. Like, mm-hmm. It was like in the 90s. Yeah. It was her thing. So she would like, you know, let me have a taste every now and then. But do, you, like, uh, do you bring wine to family functions now when you have like a Thanksgiving with family or stuff like that? Are you like, let me make the selection? No. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not that good yet. Ah, I it, if I do that, it's still like five bottles of two buck chuck. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to start doing that. I actually yeah. have taken bottles of wine to other functions to more like fancier stuff. Where the I'm people doing. will actually appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. family's not going to. Uh, my family wants Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've turned my family into wine yeah. jerks. Yeah, yeah. my dad so, just so wants like beer on ice yeah. or like wine on ice. Yeah. Hennessy, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, technically, that's made from wine originally. Really? Well, cognac. Yeah. It, they start with wine, and then they distill it, and then they put in some oak, and that's how. That's how. It, so they're kind of drinking wine. Really? Yeah. Really? My mom likes wine, but like I said, she likes. I think she can appreciate and a more expensive wine, but yeah. if she's drinking wine, it's it's yeah. two buck chuck, or <laughs> a box of Franzia, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so, and my brother's not Franzia. drinking. Yeah, he's too young. Well, he might be drinking. Are you, you listening old- to this? Don't drink in college. Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah. My, my parents had me pretty young. Mm-hmm. So, my youngest brother is in college now. Oh, okay, he, he's 19. Oh wow! And so, if he if if he is drinking, <laughs> do it responsibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't drink and drive. No, don't do, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so you didn't have wine much growing up. You discovered it later. Like how long ago was it? Do you think you started? Uh, how long have I been coming here? Like two years now. Yeah, yeah. That so was like, like your nice. first. That was like, like my first like mm-hmm. try because wine is also expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like, true. It is great to have a place like yeah. this where you can try. It. No, yeah. it is. It's, it's a for me back then. Just two years ago, like two three years ago, drinking was about like 
I want to get the most drunk and spend <laughs> the less. Yeah. The least. And yeah. so, like, if I'm having two glasses of wine somewhere and both of those glasses are $16, $17, I've had two glasses of wine. I'm not drunk at all, not feeling anything, anything. and I've already spent $35. Mm-hmm. So that, but then, you know, coming here and, like, really learning about it and really learning to appreciate it, it, like, helped. Yeah, and it made you want to be like, oh, I'm gonna have a glass of wine. And now I don't drink wine anywhere else because usually the wine uh-huh. is trash. I was gonna ask if you cheat on this. Bar. I know I was gonna ask that too. <laughs> Not with wine. No. Oh we wow, have, we have stepped out a couple times, uh, and <laughs> I, I gotta be. Yeah, we have stepped out on y'all a couple. Times. I gotta come uh, clean. Listen, but <laughs> first. pictures to Sean. I caught them drinking in Tabula Rosa. Those are just other bars. See, I love this. Bar. I'm not those yeah. are just I wasn't. Those were just other bars. Right. I love this place. Now nah, I've gone. I've checked out. Uh, he was on tour. Yeah. <laughs> he was on tour. <laughs> he was yeah. lonely. You knew what you were getting into when you married an entertainer. That's true. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> true, Sean. If only you'd made yourself look a little more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I like, just worked out a little more. Uh, those bars don't mean anything to me. <laughs> no, but t- to be perfectly honest. Like, this is not even gassing you up, Sean. Uh, I've gone to other wine bars in the city, and I won't mention their names because I'm not going to give them no publicity. But <laughs> That's right. this place genuinely has the best food. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the potatoes, I can't get it. Potatoes, yeah. That's that flat one, bread, though. Yeah. The flatbread's flat damn good. Hits like Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. The, the really mozzarella good. salad. So good. Hits like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. The hits warmed like Mike Tyson. almonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Already oh, shaved. All right. yes, already they're 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 delicious. Unskinned, yeah. uh, unskinned, and they're letting us record at their sidebar. I don't yeah. know if we ever s- I know. said if I we mentioned that, but we're yeah. in, we're in like the exclusive. Yeah, like whenever I'm here, I feel really like I don't know, like I've joined Fancy. some special club. I mm-hmm. don't deserve to be in because I'm in like the sidebar yeah. or the private party. The sidebar. private party room. Yeah. So if you hear a little background noise, those are people enjoying enjoying the, bar. the night. I think that's good for the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Podcast. You hear it? It's yeah. like we're really. We should go record it out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> David just shook his head. <laughs> David's you like, say? no. Could you speak up? Huh? What? what? I said uh, wine. Huh? Dine? Time is it? It's, it's nine. <laughs> yeah. Fine. No, nine time wine? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- no, this place, <laughs> between the food and the wine selection and everything, it has really given me more culture. Yeah. Uh, I've really gotten into charcuterie. And I said, one of those places I cheated on this place with yeah. have, has charcuterie and mm. it's not. Not the same. Not the same. It's like already, you know, like it's just not the same mm-hmm. care put into it. And I, I like it here. Yeah. They do a mean cheese plate here. Yeah. Mean. 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 Have you ever done like a wine pairing with a meal? Like where you have like courses and the wine mapped out for the whole meal? I recently went to a, uh, a Italian restaurant in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Can't oh, remember yeah. the name of it. But they had a, a huge selection of wines and they were like, you should try this with this. And you try. And I don't know if I'm that good yet yeah to to respect that with the but i also don't even like i'm still like what goes best with a homemade hamburger yeah is well it's just strawberry <laughs> so like you know it, yeah. it, it's stuff like that yeah but they paired us and the wine was good it mm-hmm. was definitely i definitely know good wine and bad wine yeah do we want to play what's in the glass with this wine while we're talking wine Technicolor? Yeah, sure. If no, yeah. I mean, I was just going to like... Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, want to derail. I, I was just going to close out that last yeah. thought by saying like, I think it's interesting to like try the food mm-hmm. by itself and then try the food and then take a sip of wine and then see what like new flavor you kind of get. Oh. So like next time you have someone like kind of pairing that, like mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're going for. You want to taste it by itself. 
then you want to taste it again and then take a sip of the wine and then you should get like a new flavor sensation. You gotcha. know, it should like elevate that food. Is that what's popping with the charcuterie here? Like, mix <laughs> it, should I be, should I be I can do that bites? for you. Isolating? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Isolating and like, because I think that's kind of, it's all about like building little flavor profiles oh, okay. as you like dine and experience different things. Nice. So the wine should change and the food should change and then a whole new experience should happen. Gotcha. Basically. See? Next Sunday, wind down. Next Sunday, wind down. Yeah, the wind down next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you want to play What's in the Glass? Oh, sure. You you want to play it? Yeah. It's it's not actually a game, but we call it a game. Okay. Because we like to play. It's kind of the quartermasters. Yeah, it's sort of game. how we like analyze the wine. Okay, it's currently, kinda... these two are turning their glasses sideways, <laughs> and so I am following suit. We're trying to see the, the color. <laughs> okay. No, I like this. Uh, it's, it's hard. The lighting's to, kind of it's bad kind of, in here. It, it looks like deep gold yellow in this light, but uh, oh, oh, there we go. It's it's very peachy. I'm actually yeah. very familiar with this wine, so I know it to be like kind of peachy and really light pink, like a pale pink. David Curley just uh, David currently just lit us, so we could. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. What am yeah. I looking for now? Really, just uh, what exact tone of pink you're seeing, and like with you know, you can look and see if you see yeah. legs or not, which really only tells you pretty much like if it's high alcohol or not. And how would I? See, what do the legs look like? The legs are when you swirl the glass and then you watch like what thickness. Kind of like the, the teardrops tear- come down yeah. on the side. Oh, this has legs. It's got <laughs> legs. It's got yeah. legs. Yeah, it's got legs, and it knows how to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're kind of skinny legs, but it's, it's using them. Much prettier legs yeah. than the rhinoceros on the label. Oh, okay. And and actually, and like, and like the luxist. thicker the leg, like mm-hmm. the more alcohol it has. Really? So like, yeah. if it's thinner, it's less alcohol. Yeah. So that's why people shake the glass. That's why you. Well, that's one of the. I don't know lines. how it really became a thing. Yeah, really, the swirling is to aerate. To aerate, okay. so you can get the smell. Yeah, but it also allows you to see the legs as they fall. Yeah. Too. So the color that I see is is a pretty strong pink. It's not. It's like a. Uh, if I had to compare it. To a uh, a juice, uh, it would be like a Minute Maid peach guava mango type. Never thing. Never had it, but I should try. I it. had it once in Hawaii. It was the, the <laughs> <laughs> mixes well with cheap liquor. Yeah, it does have like <laughs> it does have like a little bit of an orange tone to it. Yeah. Like, okay, so then we smell. The wine is clean. As wine is clean. Uh, as it is not flawed. How do you know? Uh, now, what am I smelling for? Just whatever you smell. Well, first we would talk about intensity. Okay. Like I would put this at medium intensity. Yeah, it's not yeah. too intense. Not yeah. too intense. It's not jumping out the glass at you. So, like when you're smelling, you're looking for fruit characteristics and then non-fruit characteristics. Okay. It's a very mineral-driven. Yeah, wine. this wine is very like bone dry. It's it smells like, you, like the riverbed. Yeah, it's like you took like a little handful of pebbles and mm-hmm. you put it in your mouth. Really? Yeah. To me, like that's what yeah. this wine smells like and tastes like. Because that is what we do in our spare time. Yes. Yeah. Shove rocks in our mouth. Shove rocks in our mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting any fruity. It's not fruity. super fruity. Like maybe a little bit of strawberry. Yeah, like or... yeah, like a strawberry, like essence of strawberry. Okay. You know, like if you just like took a strawberry and you like whiffed it by your nose, but yeah. not like actually put it in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In the W sets, they would ask us what age it is from the smell, and I would say like it's pretty young. Like this is 2017, 18. Yeah. How do you so. now when it's like real strong? I am so I've come here a few times, and you guys have opened a bottle of wine, yeah. and smelled it, and threw the whole bottle away, mm-hmm. yeah, because it was corked. Exactly. That means air got into it. No. No. Yeah. Um, no. That would be oxidation. Okay. Corked is like an actual fungus. What is it? It's like. 
I forget called what the TCA technical is TCA the tries something 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 that even I don't remember. Yeah. Um, Can that get you high? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was TCA or yeah. THC, but yeah, yeah, no, no TCA. It's like basically like those cork trees that are, a lot of them are in Portugal. Yeah. Like there's like a fungus that kind of like well, kills I, them. I heard it's when they treat it with um, chlorine. Sometimes they treat it oh. with chlorine and apparently that makes that certain bacteria breed and it makes the wine just taste like not good, like I'm, wet cardboard and yeah, and almost piney. Maybe that comes from the chlorine, but yeah. yeah. How many bottles of corked? Uh, a, a week. It depends. Like yeah. some, like the other night, I opened two bottles in a row, and they both were oh corked. Man. And I thought I was going crazy. I was like, "What? The same wine? Two bottles back to back were both yeah. corked." I would call that winery. Yeah, and have a talk with them. Well, I mean, a lot of times, like they kind of don't know because, like, if you buy a whole bunch of corks, you won't know. Yeah, if, there'll like, be if like they one in a hundred, and the yeah. only way to know is once it's like in the wine. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. They'll usually refund you though if you're like, "Hey, it was corked." Yeah. Nice. Because basically, what it does is it makes all the wine taste and smell like a cork. And there's mm-hmm. no way to get rid of it. There's no there's way to get rid of it. So it's not like it's going to hurt you. It's not bad. It's yeah, just like, it, it just, just will hurt to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just takes over all the like nuance and all the delicious work that the winemaker did and gotcha. Mother Nature did to make this beautiful product. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I wasn't angry. It is I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at the cork. I'm okay, <laughs> fine. The Fine. times we've had go and leave. corked leave. things on this podcast has been like truly, especially when it's a wine you're looking forward to and you open it up, it's corked. It's just like a blow to your soul. Yeah, you got to play like a drop at them. Like, this bottle's corked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk smash. Corked. Um, it's only happened once on our show, hasn't it? Twice. Twice? It was once when we had... Ellen's my memory. Well, it was once when we were on the road and we had that lovely oh, Bandol Rosé. We, right. we were on the road. We're in a hotel room with one bottle of wine. It's corked. We had to go out. I forgot. That was when we were on the road. That was yeah. almost exactly a year ago. And then, yeah. No. And then there was the time um, where we fucking had, I won't name it because I love this winemaker and I love their wine. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Ooh, spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the meadow. Yeah, the Meadow Rosé. Ja- you know Jasper? No. It's Angelino it? Wine. Angelino Wine Company, the Meadow Rosé. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's nice. the best, but once in a blue moon, you get a cork. And it's nobody's fault. Really. Cut it out, Zwick. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just bleep Cut a bunch of time. That, that makes it Beep. <laughs> you know the <laughs> from the <laughs> company. You guys know they swear now on FX. I was watching American yeah. Horror Story. Uh-huh. They say fuck on American Horror Story. Yeah. FX has the movie. How the fuck? Uh, yeah, you I can mean, say cool. anything on there. I don't know. Um, should we keep going with the what's on the glass? Well, yeah, let's, let's keep going. So, like, then we taste it. Taste it. Very, it's so yeah. perfectly balanced. Yeah, it's very in line with the nose, I think. Okay. Do you think, or do you get more fruit on the mouth? A little more fruit on the mouth. It's not as acidic as I was thinking it was mm-hmm. initially, but then I have no acid receptors. So, like, usually we go... acidity. Don't taste acidity. Mm. I would say, like, medium minus, like, little medium. I'd put it in probably, yeah, medium, or, which is surprising, I feel like. I've had I don't think it's medium, wine medium. where it straight up burns. And it's like, oh, not burn bad, yeah. but like, yeah. like as if I'm drinking a soda. That can be alcohol. Yeah. A lot of times, like if it burns, like mm-hmm. as far down as it burns. Like I, tonight, I tasted a Zinfandel from Lodi. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, that's a hot wine. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is 15. I'm like, I'm going to guess 15.2. I drank a 16% Grenache. Oh, really? The other day. It was a natural wine, too, but it was good. Could you tell it was high alcohol? 
Uh, not really, which was deceptive. Oh, that's weird. I like that, though. I like yeah. when you pour me yummy. something that's, that burns. I'm like, oh, we turning up at COVID. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that what's on the menu? It's Friday night. Hand out the shaved almonds. <laughs> we turning up. Get up. Turn it up. Almost as much as Hennessy. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Just um, distilled grape juice. Ugh. Distilled wine. It's good. I like good cognac. Uh, cognac, Armagnac. Love it. What's Armagnac? A, also, it's, it's wine. Also, wine based, distilled, but it's like another region, another place. I got it. Yeah. Try some of that. Yeah. yeah. It tends to be a little more like rustic than uh, cognac. Like it tastes a little more pruney, like a little more deep, looks okay. a little darker. It's good. I like it. Nice. <laughs> David, is your thumbs up about Armagnac? Yeah. You've had it, David? David likes Armagnac. All right. Do you want to say anything about Armagnac, David? Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough for me. Big fan. Love it. <laughs> So, yeah, acid, not too high. Alcohols, probably we could, I don't know. 13. I might even know that already. Something 13-ish. Are you cheating? I don't know. 12.5. Does it say on the bottle? Somewhere it it should. Uh, 50% Sangiovese. Is that how you pronounce that word? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And 50% uh, Prugnolo Gentile. Mm -hmm. Damn. I guess they added Prugnolo. 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 I like to say it Prugnolo. So this is. <laughs> get, let's get our uh, racially insensitive to Italians' voices going. Oh, yeah. uh, no, it's okay still. To that's do how that. you say Italian word. You Italian. gotta use your hands. Oh, that's true. Italiano, Sangiovese. Sean, please take that mustache off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. I just. I just Sean, did it for the show. Stop putting motor oil in your hair. Yeah. Uh huh. Take yeah. these no. red checked uh, tablecloths <laughs> off yeah. the table and uh, call me Fellini. Yeah. <laughs> no. She's checked. Okay. Let's see how much alcohol is in this. I'm curious. Okay, everybody. Everyone's uh, looking for the alcohol, alcohol level. Is it gonna be high? I was enough? right. It's 12.5. It's 12.5. I was wrong. Supernatural I it was alcohol. I already see that. Oh, I see it there now. It's yeah. It's like you have to look for the yeah. Twelve point five by volume. Oh. Ooh. that Product would make it Italy. Twenty five proof. Yeah. <laughs> if we're gonna translate. I also love how in LA you can pretty much drink rosé year round because mm-hmm. the weather here you're always like it's kind of warm enough. I still want some rosé. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it tastes a lot more like uh, River Stones and a little more fruity. I think to me it tastes like River Stones that have been like, like if like if you dropped a strawberry. Mm-hmm. I'm apparently and you the like picked it up and like a little bit pass. of the skin got off on that rock and mm-hmm. then you took that rock and you put it in your mouth and you kind of like <laughs> wrapped. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here's what I'm confused by. How do y'all know that? Like, so because did you go camping when you were a kid ever and go by like the riverbeds and just smells like that? I didn't, but I spent time in riverbeds. I'm from that. <laughs> even when you're like by those fountains, <laughs> yeah. like if you're in a church where there's like water flowing over a cold stone, uh, yeah, well, I never really tasted it. But here's what I want to ask though: when you guys go to the sommelier schools, yeah, do y'all have to like? Do they put like taste this now? Taste this weird thing. Oh, so you know how to describe? They should. They encourage you to do that extracurricularly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I have literally gone out and like bought things and bought. I had someone in my my diploma class recently. He went out and bought all these crazy herbs and shit that they use when uh, distilling alcohol, so that we could all smell like what does mugwort smell like? Like, okay. What does gentian smells like? It's yeah. What does it smell like? I don't think sounds he actually like, had gentian, but it sounds I like just, Harry Potter shit. <laughs> it's crazy shit they use in weird Italian Amaro. Mm. 
There's also like this like giant set that you can buy mm-hmm. that will oh, go, yeah. that has like all like these sort of fabricated smells. Or so like can, I'll buy herbs and just like yeah. saying the other day I like was trying to get down American oak usually smells like coconut and dill. So every day I was like smelling dill herbs, like trying to memorize it. It's nice so coconut. nerdy. Very cool, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also a lot of like trial and error mm-hmm. and you like, you know. I talk about wine, like there's like a Roy G. Biv kind of scale of it. Okay. So like there's like light and heavy and you have to learn that scale. And then within that scale, you kind of learn how to talk about wine. Okay. But that's just by trying lots of different kinds, tasting Grenache and then tasting Syrah and being like, oh, I see the difference now. Because mm-hmm. like right side by side, you know, and before without context, it's hard to be like, I don't know, it's all wine to me. So yeah, it's just it's just like tuning in and being aware of like what you're consuming, and then yeah. a lot of times too, you learn by like talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and re- you have to memorize it and then say it back to people. And yeah. soon you too can be the jerk who spends ten minutes only smelling their wine. <laughs> <laughs> really take a sip. I mean, you taught me Syrah was my jam for a little bit. I don't know mm. if you yeah. remember Syrah was my jam. Mm-hmm. When I first came in here, I was just like, uh, give me what's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> like, give me the fruity. There are some really good sweet wines out there. Yeah, I like a. I mean, I like a. Dessert wine. Yeah. Mm, yum. But I've watched your palate totally change and yeah. evolve. And I like that, you know, about you is that you're always like down to try something new. And you're like, I'm, I'm interested in this now. I want to mm. try this. Or I, I had this the other day. And like, that's really kind of what it's about. It, yeah. should, it should be a fun exploration. It is. And I think people get too locked on like trying to figure out what they like, whatever mm. that means. But it, it depends on what you're doing. It depends on your mood. It depends on what you're interested in trying. Yeah. And just kind of being more open in general, I think yeah. people should be more open. Yeah. But uh, and you yeah. also instill the confidence in me to say if I don't like something. Nice. Oh yeah, because that and if people are listening and they go to wine places and <laughs> somebody offers them something and they're like, oh, "It's good," and you don't really like it, right? Don't drink it. Yeah, or right. if they tell you this is amazingly good and you don't like it, also don't drink it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so, like what you like. Just like what you like. Uh, and and be like, oh, I don't, I don't love that. Let me try yeah. something else. And usually, that second option is always really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, some uh, food questions. I, I've like seen periodically you posting yourself like baking peach cobbler. Um, mm-hmm. Is that your specialty? Yeah, I oh, like wow. desserts. I love to bake, so I'm always intrigued by other people who bake desserts. I'm yeah. like, well, what are your? Is that your specialty, or what would you call your signature? My specialty is would be the peach cobbler. Nice. Mm-hmm. I have learned the recipe by eyeballing it. Uh, oh, you just make it without a recipe? Yeah, a recipe? yeah. that's Whoa. amazing. Just being guided by my ancestors. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, I do feel like with baking, you do have to kind of look at the dough and be like, mm, like day to day. Like, yeah, I usually don't make enough dough. <laughs> but then I just add, like dough is the easy part. But, but you I make your own dough too? Yeah, yeah, I make it. I make the peach cobbler scratch. from scratch. Because wow. sometimes like my, me and what my mom. What kind of heathen do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have done the biscuit version. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the biscuit, yeah. Like, just straight up biscuits, uh, like open up a can of grands and flatten them out. Mm. And, oh. put it, and I don't like the no. way, it, I don't like the consistency of it. It's a little too gummy sometimes. No. Yeah, uh, sounds like it. And my mom, when I make it for her, because she likes for me to make it for the holidays and stuff, yeah. and she likes a lot of crust and few peaches. But yeah. I agree. Because I am a sugar fiend, mm. <laughs> I, like a lot, I like a lot of the peach mi- mm-hmm. mixture. And I so, just like a lot of all of it, but yeah, see, so I, I I have found the perfect balance, and you know, some corners I made stuff with a little bit more crust. I was gonna say, do you like a half and half? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this oh, is the cool. crust side, and like this is the peach side. Oh, Usually for my mom, I Aww. will for for me, I will make a like thin crust, full peach, uh-huh. and then whatever I have left over will be like thick. Usually thick crust, light peach. 
Have you ever tried making just like straight up pie crust and that would be like ultra thin and just doing like a deep dish peach pie? I, that would be good. I have because not I have definitely like not made enough dough <laughs> before to fill up the certain pan I had. So I was like, oh, I got to put it in this pie pan. And then I did the whole thing where I cut like, you know, the strips. Oh, um, shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lattice. Yeah. That's, yeah, that yeah. gets intense. So Damn. I rarely fun. do lattice. I'm just like, that's a pain. <laughs> yeah, it, it, usually when like, I dread the process. Like, definitely, like, I have woke up on, like, Christmas morning. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do this. And as soon as I get into it, turn, yeah. on, turn on the TV yeah, and watch exactly. whatever oh, yeah. the NBA game is on and just like, all right, I'm into it now. Just zone out. And, yeah. And then just do it. See, mm-hmm. you know how to bond with dough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a bond. That's dough. the best. Why is this my thing? You're like, I want to sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Must roll out. Crust. So there's something super meditative about like cooking and baking, especially I think where you're just like you get in the zone of it. Like yeah. I, I make these cookies; they're not very complicated. It's not very hard, mm-hmm. but you know, like even just making them, yeah. I love like making them and like. It's really, really fun to watch things out. really yeah. transform in front of your eyes. From, like, exactly, it's great to watch like basic ingredients like become yeah <laughs> this other amazing thing. I still have yet to perfect a cookie. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, where, get it where exactly where I want it. Either I'm what I kind burn of cookie? It. Uh, I like an oatmeal raisin. Okay. I'm in a, I know I'm in the minority. In no, it. I like oatmeal no, raisin. No, I love oatmeal raisin. Yeah. And I like a a white chocolate chip. Oh yeah. No hole the macadamia. Well, I yeah. have no shortage of recipes, so I'll come oh. over and teach you cookies. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be great. I, make, I need yeah. to realize. I need to figure it out. Like uh, how to make it like not burned at the bottom. Okay. And you just gotta watch. Too soft on top. Yeah. Just gotta be on it. And you actually have to pull them right before you think you should. Yeah. yeah that's kind of the trick for me. That's what usually happens because I'll, I'll fill one and it'll still be like wet. Almost. Yeah. Like, well, here's the thing. Some cookie recipes it. are made to be like a little flatter and have the right amount of like caramelization and stuff without overdoing it. And some are made to be big and fluffier. So mm-hmm. you have to find like which recipe works for the style you're going Good to. Point, like. Ellen, good point, Ellen. Good point. I've spent a lot of time making chocolate yeah. chip cookies. I bet you David has an opinion about this. David looks like he has an opinion <laughs> about this. Because he does a show where he cooks all the time. What's your opinion, David? <laughs> David, you want to do what's on your opinion? I have plenty of opinions about cookies, <laughs> cobblers. Are they hard to make? Are, Are they hard, hard to make? make? Uh, they uh, can be easy to overburn. I mean, there's so much variation that can happen with the cookie, whether you get involved, you can involve a brown butter if you really want to. Yeah. There's a lot that can happen with just a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And then if we're going to involve oatmeal, if we're going to involve raisin, there's a lot that can happen. Yeah. It's a science. Baking's yeah. a science. It truly science. is. But this sure. isn't my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> tune, in, tune into Baking is a Science. Yeah. Yeah. Baking is a science Next podcast. Try it. You like it. No, I make one cookie, and it's gluten-free. It's a chocolate peanut, a chocolate chip uh, peanut butter cookie. Oh, mm-hmm. yum. And I really, really love it. Yeah. And it's like some people Give that, me that are close recipe. to me, I'll make them. I'll bring them in sometime. You can, I'll bring you some cookies. I'll try it. Yeah. I'm going to try. I've gotten really into it. Because there's like it's just this like creamy peanut butter and you know it tastes like there's flour in it but there's not. Huh? There's like four ingredients. That's it. Damn. Yeah. And they're delicious. They're my favorite thing. Gluten free. But I I'm, was doing keto yeah. for a little bit and I was trying my best Whoa. to like uh, still maintain my sweet like feed my sweet tooth on no. keto. You know, I realize my body likes gluten and likes yeah, sugar. Yeah, I like, yeah. <laughs> I like I like gluten too. I just like these cookies for some reason. Mm. I'm gluten tolerant. Really? <laughs> yeah, gluten tolerant. Bread. Oh wait, gluten cheese. tolerant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. Full gluten, um, bread. Bread. More <laughs> cheese. Yeah. No. The more gluten, the better. Yeah. Um. I have to ask. Have you made a tart, Carl? Tart. I have not. 
I've never done. It. I just had to ask. I'm yeah, sorry. No, Do people? I also, totally well, I started thinking. I'm like, your name is both a dessert and a flavor uh, descriptor. Yeah, and possibly a promiscuous woman. So like, oh yeah, that's true. So many iterations uh, of what it uh, could be. But yeah. I immediately, I'm a baker, so I think of tarts the dessert. You know what? I think I you go to Whole Foods and they have the tarts there with the beautiful fruit patterns mm-hmm. and stuff. And I have eaten some and haven't liked it. Mm-hmm. A little too, little too gelatinous for me at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I think these are prettier than than what they taste. Like, I think I would rather just sit yeah. this up in a window. I agree. Uh, um, so no, I have not made a tart. No tarts I've for tarts. Some I've liked, like one that has like a thin lime curd in it. It was really good, but I've not made a lot of tarts in my life. I'm more of a pie person. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Have you ever been a person? Uh, promiscuous woman? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he very is promiscuous a white woman. <laughs> a white and a promiscuous right. one. There you go. <laughs> He's a tart white woman. Yeah. Yeah. Tart white woman, yeah. Um, She's a tart. Do you like things that taste tart? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm much more sweet, but... Well, there, a tart there, can be both. Though. There is definitely, crazy. like, more... I like the candy sweet tarts. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, sweet tart. Airheads? Mm. Yeah. Or no, um, uh, Sour Patch Kids, I mean? Yeah. yeah. I need a balance, though. Because I, I definitely have, like, certain things need that citrus, like, mm-hmm. quick hit of citrus. Like, I've definitely made Kool-Aids where I've been experimenting, mm-hmm. put too much sugar, and taste it. And I'm just like, oh, oh, boy, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Yeah. this that's like, you know, your What's grandma tastes the Kool-Aid after you make it. And it's like, this is too sweet. You use too much sugar. No. So I got to cut it with a little bit of lemon. I got to oh, ask, Oh, you can though, cut it with lemon. Yeah. Growing up, people that's in my idea. school, we would take... Kool Aid powder and mix it with sugar. people would like carry around like baggies in a, in a of bag it and just and like eat, eat at, it, at yes. the bottom of, like rip a little hole at the bottom yeah. of the bag. Yeah, that's old school. Yeah, <laughs> that like was what I grew up with. Yeah, like, fucked all our yeah. teeth up. Homemade fun dip is what that is. Basically, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or I love pixie the fun dust. Dip. Some people would. I don't know. Pixie where pixie, you from? Oh yeah, St. Louis. Sure. See, this might have been a thing. People would take that mixture uh-huh. and add a pickle to it. What? I never yeah. saw that happen. Yeah. Like but would they, they like this day, people would have that uh, a, a sandwich baggie of Kool Aid powder yeah. uh-huh. that they were eating all day and have a pickle dipping the pickle in it. Damn, so that's talk uh, about a sweet and sour. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also went through a phase where everyone was just like the more like the lemon heads and yeah. warheads and uh, all the like more sour, sour candy. the better. So you watermelon, would, watermelon rind. rind. Yeah. Uh, wait. So, oh, you, dip so it? you would dip Pickled? the pickle in mm-hmm. the in the thing and then that. take a bite of the pickle. Yeah. Damn. I can see how that would be really good because I love bread and butter pickles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, not just a, simple, a straight up dill, know. like not like, you know, too spicy or anything like that. Like yeah, just a straight up. The bitter with yeah. the sweet and yeah. the fruit. I mean, I just, I love sugar. So I was always jealous of the kids whose parents sure. would buy Kool-Aid mix so they could actually show up with like the things of sugar and oh, yeah. just be like. The, the big thing sugar. was, I remember I got in trouble one time and my grandma never bought it again, was the actual like canteen of Kool-Aid oh, yeah, and the big I one, yeah. ate it all <laughs> like, and my grandma was like I will never <laughs> never buy this again and she didn't well, she did not buy it she did not. Well, you're an adult now so you yeah. can buy whatever can buy you like myself. you buy yeah. yourself I got five containers at home <laughs> cut to next week where my foot's getting cut off <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> mm, diabetes <laughs> feel it mm, feel delicious. it hard <laughs> No, we used to take top ramen and like break it up in the bag and then put the like eat that raw. Uh-huh. Like, that was a big thing oh, yeah. when I was growing you up. You gotta leave a little bit for yourself when, when even when you're cooking it and just yeah. like break just it up, break punch, it up, punch yeah. that bag punch up, that bag, yeah. and whatever comes out of the bag comes out and the rest of it is your crunchy snack. <laughs> 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 like literally, like that's like what I would like eat oh, wow. a lot during high school. I oh, never yeah. had ramen in high school. Really? Yeah, it was not like a 
thing in my neighborhood. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, no ramen in St. Louis? Uh, I guess it's not. Or not. I feel like I had a friend who had it once, and I was like, this is just really plain noodles. Uh, yeah. But maybe it wasn't good yeah. ramen. It's so cheap. So like, cheap. It was like, mm. I mean, it's, it's inflation has hit it now. Yeah. So they're like 30, 32 cents a packet now. I know, but back in the college, day, they were like, I'd see no. people living off it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You go oh, to yeah, Walmart like 20 and you get a, a whole box like yeah. of like 16 or 20 packs or whatever for $3 or something. Yeah. So it's like nothing. Yeah. And, and, and then you just throw an egg in there too, and it's like oh. a meal. An egg and anything. Meal. I just didn't get into the egg throw. Oh. You didn't? I didn't get into that. Don't be afraid. Uh, I might try it one day. Are, you're not into eggs at all? or? Oh, I like eggs. Okay. But the egg and the ramen. Okay. I, ha- I haven't have. tried that, but I sometimes yeah. have liked making sticky rice and cracking an egg and adding the soy sauce and a little bit Ooh. of like sriracha and you Ooh. stir it up and like the egg oh, cooks. Oh, like and bop. The, the, I, maybe that's what it is, <laughs> but it's you stir the egg up and the egg cooks in the rice. And oh. How do you make sticky rice? Use is it a special the, kind of rice or a yeah, special kind of way to make it's it? It's definitely, a, it's like short grain, like it's a very specific rice. And you just like make it sticky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've followed <laughs> recipes for yeah. Gohan for the Japanese sticky rice. And then like, and then uh, if you want to make sushi, you have to like pull it out. You have to like aerate it and flip it and like at the same time pour in vinegar. It's, it's too much. I never do it. But, that seems uh, like a lot. I know, right? It's a lot. Or you can just make short grain rice and cook an egg in it, and that's yummy. Cook an egg in it. Cook, cook an, an egg, egg in it. Egg. Cook an egg. I feel like that should be like one word. Cook an egg in it. C- cook an egg in it. Are co- you guys cooking egg in it? I'm cooking egg in it tonight. I'm checking the sports. Did we come back? Are you guys yeah. checking? Are you guys checking? Oh, I don't know if we did. I think the Dodgers lost. are playing right now. Yeah, I think they, they uh, were losing. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. But if it'll Fourth. come down to tomorrow night. If the game's over, I probably should go back to work because it's gonna get busy. <laughs> oh yeah, people are coming in. All right, so we lost tonight. Damn. Oh, okay, well it's all, all right. down to tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully we'll that pitcher saved his arm a little bit. We're gonna be fine. We'll be fine tomorrow. Yeah. Milwaukee's fans really acted an ass tonight. And I didn't yeah. like it. Mm. And I didn't have no problem with Milwaukee before this, but I'm a big... Really? I, like, were they as bad as Giants fans? Because Giants fans get... Uh, they were on the same no level. Offense. They were on the same level of yeah. Giants fans, on the same level of Cubs fans, on the same level of Yankee fans tonight. They were... I mean, first of all, I have an issue with them for cheering for the pitcher whose racist tweets came out. They mm. gave him a standing ovation. It's like, no. I mean, right. yeah, no, no, I heard about that's that. That's totally yeah. unnecessary that's no, to give that. him a standing ovation as if he was harmed in some way right. by his own racist tweets. Right. Uh, like, they gave him a standing ovation as if he's walking back on the field from uh, tearing his rotator cuff or something. Right. But that's one thing. And then they also were like really, really getting after Manny Machado mm-hmm. because he tripped over the pitcher's. Leg, who was basically uh, like covering the plate, the, the first home, the base, like with his leg, and he tripped over and kicked him, and it hurt him, and so they thinking that that was a dirty play. It's like how how is he supposed? You want you want him to stop? Right, <laughs> right. Like everybody who has ever known played baseball, watched a baseball game, you never stop at first base. You right. always run through. He had his whole foot on the bag, and so that's what happens. You get kicked, mm-hmm. right? And they're just being real shit. It's a contact so, sport. I I was fine with Milwaukee. But if 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 they do beat us, I will be. Oh, so hard uh, for me to say this, but I will be rooting for the Boston Red Sox. Oh, <laughs> I just give up. It once uh, either the Cardinals uh, or the Dodgers are out, I just stop. I'm just like it's all out. It's hard for me because I love sports so much. And oh, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love baseball, but I I even feel guilty about the fact that I'm like, okay, once the Cards are out, I'm, I'm here for the Dodgers, and yeah. I feel guilty about it. But I feel like St. Louisans would be like okay with that. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. I, but, like, I yeah. like I like St. Louis fans. 
we try and be nice, but people hate us these days. You know, every fan base has their problematic yeah. people. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just some are worse than others. That's true. Yeah. We're a team that will like cheer for our old players when they show up on other teams and they will be like, yay, you're back. Hi, you're an enemy, but yay. Yeah. I don't know. I think people yeah. got mad because we were winning a bunch. We've sucked, so everyone can stop hating. Yeah, true. <laughs> I wish I, I True, wish I, we have sucked. Just true. Yeah. What? I wish I followed baseball. I don't follow You could baseball. get into it, Sean. I, hey, I've tried. If the Dodgers win tomorrow, tried. get into this World yeah. Series. I know. Let's get into it. I Come on, should. Sean. But wait, you're from the Bay Area? Yeah. Giants. Uh, Ugh. I'm in the Giants <laughs> That's game. That's the worst. Yeah. Hey, what? I w- actually, They're I saw really mean. I saw they come into our cities and get mean to us. The, like, Dodgers t- the Giants taste like corked wine. The Giant fans <laughs> have showed up in like St. Louis bars and just like given us a hard time when they won. And it's like, you won. We just are happy that for baseball. Why are you right, being mean baseball. to us? Yeah. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. Don't be mean, fans. Don't be mean. Hey, guys. Don't be mean about wine. As don't a rule, don't be mean. Yeah. Even yeah. around sports, around wine, don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Okay? Yeah. Just because you know more. Doesn't mean you have to be a freaking jerk. I concur. Don't be a jerk. Get to work. Let's all get this bread. Oh. Ah, I this like feels it. like a Sunday powwow. Yeah. This is what we talk about. Don't yeah, be don't, be, don't be a jerk. Get to work. You know? You got to make shit. Yeah. Yeah. Can't just sit around and be like a <laughs> jerk. <laughs> hating on everything and being like, oh, they're stupid. This is dumb. You do something. Exactly. Town is full of people telling me. Okay. Does anyone no, else get ranting. like a little oh, bit of no. cheese rind on the snows this one? Seriously. Nice smell it. nice uh, segue into I'm just like how you were looked like you were going into a mumbling <laughs> about <laughs> I have no way from just me. trying to keep and us on another track. thing. No, seriously, this smell it. Do you smell cheese ruined. rind? Does it smell like a little bit <laughs> the like turkey's dry, Ellen? You I, guess I, I can smell it. I don't cook the turkey. I'm a vegetarian. Stuffing. I only made the pie. You didn't That's eat my the ditty. stuffing. Uh, Sir, I'm here to ask for your daughter's <laughs> hand in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Take her. Yeah. You can have her. Um, I just realized my I was like working before this and I came in like really amped up to the podcast and now I'm like all relaxed and um, I'm going to have to go back to work. But um, yeah, you got to get back out there. I got to get, yeah. get, get back out there. Get back out there. Get back out there. Pitch a winner. Whoosh. <laughs> or whip caps. <laughs> <laughs> drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our old drinking game was when Sean makes that noise. The <laughs> drink. Drink. Cheers. Cheers. Do, have you ever had a wine that was like your, the first wine that made you go, whoa? Like, do you remember what that was? The one that made you like go, wow, wine can be cool. I think it was a Syrah that I got here that was hot. It was coming in hot. Yeah. Coming in hot. And I was like, not only do I like the taste, because it was a little bit sweeter, mm-hmm. it was dark. Do you know where it was up. from? Not that remember. sounds probably California. I think I took a picture of it. It was one oh. that I was really into for like a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Until they ran out. It happens. And yeah. And then I moved on. Oh, yeah. also, I really dig the red car. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. The rosé, yeah. the white, or the red? I like the, I like the white. Yeah. Yeah. The pearl. I, I yeah. think yeah, I've ever like tried that. that. Oh. I think I've only ever had the rosé of that. Mm-hmm. Huh? I it's a Viognier and Gewurzminer if Ooh. I'm blanking yeah Mendocino. it's pretty good yeah, yeah it's good yeah. you know I'm a big LeBron James fan uh, mm-hmm. before he came to the Lakers I was gonna I'm, say are you excited yeah it's ex- it's exciting I'm a Clipper <laughs> basketball fan oh. uh, but I'm excited to have him here yeah. in the city I may run into him one time yeah. trying yeah. to get him to come here I've actually tweeted at him being like yo come yeah. to the yeah. Lake yeah. I know you like wine he, he likes wine, wine yeah. bring him over and so it's making me like like put my palate 
to the test. Like, yeah. like LeBron loves wine. I'm about to really get into wine, you know? Yeah. Because I definitely have come in here and been like, let me just do the red car rosé or the right. red car white and, you know, keep it simple. But I want to I wanna get into some, like, I want to get into some funky cheese rinds. And I yeah. Wanna I'll give you a crash course. Some, yeah. Yeah. Let's well, get into I'll, some I'll, good I'll stuff. I'll sit you down and give you a ca- crash course on wine. Yeah. Give I'm you the Roy that. G. Biv. I might get a... Alan? What? It's a little... Um, I think you're probably past it, but I'm happy to do it if you want to. Or you mean co-teach no, it with a, me? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm like, Ellen, you're. No, I, <laughs> I know what you know, Sean. Like, uh, no, Ellen, no, no, uh, I, I'm into to talking with you about wine. Yeah, Cause yeah. like, there's nothing better than a person who yeah. has, the cool thing is I was like, Oh, what wine should we bring for this? And I'm like, what is he normally into? And Sean says, well, he changes from time to time. He'll yeah. go through phases. And I'm like, that is the best way to be. Cause it just means you're, you don't stop yourself. You don't yeah. go, this is what I like and I like it and that's where I like it. Yeah, no. Nah, you can't yeah. come into a place like this and, and yeah. be limiting. Yeah. Limited. So. Too much delicious. Too much going on. Deliciousness to experience. To try. My next step is memorizing names. Mm. Yeah, I mean, me too, though. I mean, like, even names like producers for me, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you got to, I'm just thinking like, I know I like a Syrah. Yeah. I know I like a, I've, and I, I, I gravitated towards liking the Syrah a lot because of it was like the first time that I felt like a little bit more. So it would be fun like, to get like a Syrah from uh, France and a Syrah from, uh, or a Shiraz from Australia and yeah. then like a U.S. Syrah. And where else do they make Syrah a lot? That's, or just like, a, it. yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> but it would be fun to like that's taste all, all the different areas where they yeah. make that grape and like the different manifestations. It's yeah, like I want super fun to do. And I want to know the differences and I want to be like, I like this and I like right. that. But, like it, it just made me feel a little bit more smart than just being like, I want the rosé. Right. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's good to learn about grapes. I think it's good to learn about places. Yeah. And then like which grapes go in which places and blah, blah, blah. Let blah, me blah. ask you this. Yeah. Can you eat those grapes? Yeah. Do they taste good or are they like not super really. sour? They're sour. Not? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They need nice. pretty high acid. Yeah, they need pretty high acid. Yeah, it's the bottles being pushed against the wall. Nice. Uh, that's that's, that's <laughs> not like knocking. Element, y'all, we in the element. In situ. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like you can eat them. They just don't like no, they, they're a little acidic. I've never actually sugary. tasted winemaking grapes. I have no. not visited Harvest enough. <laughs> oh. Table grapes are like modified to be super sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my favorite winery, Walt up in Sonoma. Huh? Oh. Walt Wines. Walt Wines. Never Very had nice it. people. We have they they had a uh, improv festival in Sonoma oh, for cool. a couple of years called the Sonoma Laugh Fest. Oh, and cool. We went up there and Walt hooked it up. Nice. Sweet. They had the after party. We the, went to the I think Wall our House. friends are in Sonoma. People are pointing at us. Oh, what's up? What's up, Aaron? Hey, hey. Aaron, and Aaron and Phil. Yeah. The boys oh, are here. Phil? Yeah. yeah. The oh. wine boys are here. Wine boys. Oh, shit. Wine down we haven't had Aaron night. on the show yet. Aaron's coming on next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, can we get him? That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know. Aaron, Aaron's tough to, 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 to peg down. He's yeah. <laughs> I mean, it only took us a year to get Carl because <laughs> it was always like he had shows when you were off. Well, now we have the mobile studio. Everything's, yeah, now we have the mobile studio, now. so it's everything's different. We can get everybody in the show. We could record a... Sunday wind down uh, special. Yeah. That would be tight. That yeah. would be awesome. And we all got yeah. mics and I'll just oh talk about yeah. Totally. We That'd be so cool. Here. Perfect. And you bring three types of, uh, or we find three types of Syrah and we all have Syrah class. Syrah there class. Go. There, there we, we go. Something. Love it. Do we get into, we just have one more question yeah. for you. Yeah, please. Uh, you can go. Oh yeah. Me. What is bringing you joy in life? Bringing me joy in life right now is uh, the idea, because you know, times are tough. I think comedy is getting better. Right yeah. now, due, due to 
yeah, there are some different some changes within comedy, but like people are exploring new ideas and new outlooks and because everything is so insane. I think that's what happens in a time of insanity. You yeah. got to go to like, comedy. Comedy and music get yeah. really good. Art art totally. just gets good. So like people are coming out with dope albums. Lil Wayne just came out with a dope album, The Carter Five. Yeah, that's a dope uh, album. Yeah. yeah. Um I like I'm really into R&B music. There's a lot mm-hmm. of cool R&B artists right now coming out of uh like England, like mm-hmm. LMA yeah. and Georgia Smith and Mahalia, like these people, really cool. And art's really cool right now because the world is kind of in turmoil. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sports are really good right now. <laughs> Basketball season just started. Football season's going on. I, I know a lot of people don't like football, but I still love it. Um, but I don't feel st- – I, I cheer for the Rams because they followed me here from St. Louis. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know football like I know baseball. But I want to be a little more – that's one of my, like, goals. Like, you want to be in baseball, Sean. I want to be into football for the Rams. I mean, now is not the time to get you. into football because <laughs> okay. it's, it's having a, a change. Right? Oh, it no. is having a change. Really? It's so true. Yeah, it's, it's – And it's, we're finally building this giant stadium, and I think it's cool. Oh, yeah. It's going to be cool. Huh? It's going to yeah. be cool. But yeah, bringing me joy right now is is art and comedy. Uh, mm. I went and saw Dave Chappelle a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Like, was he's it? just such a smart dude. And, uh. Like, uh, did you Chris, do stand up ever? I never. I have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done it maybe five times in my life at different points in my life. I started with stand up because I didn't know that improv existed. Right. Uh. Once I found improv, I was like, oh, I yeah. like this so much better. I like being on a team. Yeah. And then occasionally within that time of the over the past ten years, I've done stand up and. Right. Storytelling more than anything. I was about to ask if you ever done that because I found I, I didn't like doing stand up. I'm like, oh, storytelling. Like, and I feel like you'd be a good, especially as a writer, you'd be a good storyteller. Yeah, I've done storytelling. Storytelling is fun and also scratches that itch. Yeah. yeah. Like getting up on stage by yourself and talking to an audience. Yeah. And, and it doesn't I've, have to be funny every two seconds. Yeah. yeah. And I've been criticized for really? being like other storytellers, being like, he's just a stand up. He's just doing his material. No. I, said, I said, honestly, <laughs> you're a fucking writer. If, if, you, if you really knew, how unprepared I was to tell mm. that story. Yeah. Like <laughs> I have made like just been like, oh, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? And then finally as soon as I get on stage, it's just like something about being on stage yeah. that allows me to go, oh, I know how to say this and when to say it. And yeah. So maybe one day I'll after I've already become successful and people already like me, I don't have to build an audience. I'll give you're the stand. You're so unsuccessful. I was gonna right say now. you're pretty freaking <laughs> successful. I was still <laughs> have to build an audience though. I was still, uh, you know, like Michael McDonald pretty well. Michael McDonald from Mad TV oh, like, yeah. got into stand up very late. Yeah, in life. And he's like, I'm just gonna make money off of this because everybody knows me already. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that I might do that, that later. Like I, like, I love Michael McDonald. Yeah, it's a good guy. Art, art, art is bringing me joy. Art. art's bringing me joy. Well, on that note, Carl Tart, it was so great to have you. Thank you for having me. Um, Come you're the best. Um, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. I just drink wine. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with men and I just This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.